welcome to episode number 279 of the Mail Right Show. I'm totally psyched out of my mind today. We have Chris Anazuki with us. Now, Chris is the former VP of operations for a big, influential real estate team in the Southern Florida area. I will let him explain what his history is, but we are going to crack out on digital marketing at a very high level today. We're going to talk about Zillow. We're going to talk about his experiences using them. And uh, we're also going to riff a little bit on where we think the industry as a whole is going in terms of like the broad picture digital marketing. So with no further ado, Chris, why don't you do your, do your own introduction and let people know a little bit about your history and who you are. All right, uh, guys. Uh, first, John, Robert, thanks for having me on the show. I'm stoked to be here and uh, kind of share some knowledge and insight from my perspective. Uh, to give you a little background, um, I actually come from a background of operations. Uh, prior to joining real estate, I was a VP of operations for a small business for total, in a totally different industry for about 13 years. Um, decided to make a change, uh, joined real estate, and um, picked that up very quickly. Um, as you mentioned, Robert, I was the VP of operations for the last couple of years for a, a very big team, well-known team across the U.S. based out of Orlando, Florida. Um, we had about 40, 50-ish active agents at any given time and about 20 plus staff members. Um, we have a kind of unique experience because we were the Zillow Offers kind of exclusive uh, broker partner for the Central Florida area. We also test piloted a lot of the Zillow programs. So um, I've recently this year just uh, left that position in order to pursue my own dreams and start my own team and um, got my hat on here. My home's a Central Florida group. Uh, that's my my own team, my own group, and things are moving very quickly. And it's already been an exciting year and it's only been a month and a half. So <laughs> it's been awesome. Um. Yeah, one of those one of those many levels of excitement was was in us meeting each other. But we'll cover that in a minute. Before we do that, I want to introduce my amazing co-host and also introduce him to you, Chris. Uh, John is a technologist, and he's kind of like one of my my people, like in my heart of hearts. John is a WordPress development technologist, and he has been working on a real estate specific piece of technology, trying to bring some really uh, advanced real estate lead generation and website uh, capabilities to more of the newer agent like, you know, audience. Like he's, he's been working long and hard on it. I think he's really, really close to having it like at a high operational level. Uh, John, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our, our, our viewers and listeners. Yeah, thanks, Robert. Appreciate the intro. So I'm the CEO of MailRight, and what is MailRight? MailRight is a platform of tools that enable you to get quality leads at an affordable price. We mostly use the power of Facebook, and then we drive them and then send text, emails. And we also got a, a, a really quite easy CRM to use, plus a couple of other elements so it's fantastic value. Go over to the MailRite website, mail-right.com. Have a look to offer, book a demo with me, and I'm sure you'll be, decide to become part of the MailRite tribe. Uh, back over to you, Robert. Amazing. So here's a, here's a bald face admittance or like something I'm just going to own up to everybody who's listening to the show. Listen, uh, well, I'm interested Chris, there. Yeah, Chris is, Chris is, is absolutely a Robert, 
Like, I just wanted to talk to this guy online because uh, we had a great conversation. He actually called me to ask some questions about some SEO stuff. And in the in the in the course of that conversation, I really understood that he and I really gelled on where our view of digital marketing is going. The difference, though, is that Chris has actually done the stuff that you and I talk about, John. He has piloted the programs, used the digital marketing tools, used the CRMs, used the big marketing companies that we love to talk about. And he's dealt with the agents on the other side. He's been the guy, I I like to say he's the monkey in the middle. He's the Mm -hmm. guy that understands tech that everybody comes to in his own team and then kind of does the things that they do to us, John, where they ask what they think are super simple questions, but they're not. (laughs) And they're like huge things. Anyway, I'm super excited to talk to him. We're going to kick off the conversation because uh, Chris, in your former role, and by the way, super excited for you, Chris, that you're, you're doing your own thing. Well, let's not let that get overshadowed. The only reason we're going to talk about your previous role is because you had the opportunity to engage with digital marketing at a very high level. And you'll get there with your own thing, I have no doubt. But in this program that you did, you said you mentioned in the intro that you piloted for Zillow. You piloted some programs. Could you tell us a little bit about like which programs and could you start there? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I had the privilege of being a part of a, a big team and an influential team. And part of that was the fact that Zillow often came to us to test pilot programs. And so one of those programs that is probably the most popular today is Zillow Offers. It's their iBuyer program. Um, we test marketed that, I want to say like three years before it launched in um, Orlando and, and a good, you know, two years before it launched anywhere. You know, Phoenix was the first market that it launched in. Um, but we we had it, you know, under a different kind of code name two years before that. So that was a big program that we we uh, test marketed of, you know, an iBuyer where they're coming out, they're offering cash for for sellers' homes, giving them, you know, a quick turnaround on their their sell so they can buy something quickly. Um, so we we did some test piloting of that. Um, another one is is what's now known as Zillow Flex. Um, it's more of a referral based um, lead gen program rather than a pay per lead um, kind of system. And um, we test marketed that probably almost four or five years, I want to say, before that really started hitting the markets. And it's still kind of in its beginning stages. They only have it in some major markets and things like that. Um, so we have the privilege of, of test marketing that and even just kind of being able to see those are two of the main ones. But we even got to see some kind of iterations of maybe they did what we test marketed didn't didn't come to fruition altogether, but bits and pieces of it did, you know, throughout the program. Um, so that was very cool. And, you know, one of the biggest things eye openers for me was when I would go to their annual conference and I would hear them speaking about, Hey, we're getting ready to roll. So I'm like, man, we knew about this like months ago, years ago, like, <laughs> you know, and people go, Oh my God, they're doing this. And I'm like, man, like they're so behind the curve. So it's, it's, it's interesting to kind of, to see, you know, what's out there way ahead of time. Uh, and that was a cool privilege that, that I happened to partake in. Well, you and I have had the chance to talk for just hours and days. So, uh, John, before I just kind of go into, because Chris and I were even on the phone yesterday talking about what we wanted to to try to share with the world on this interview. So why don't you, if you have a question, why don't you, why don't you kick it in now? Because I, I certainly have tons or tons of directions to go. So... I looked at your background and I would say that, you know, you you have always been involved on the digital side for the agency and been, you know, really 
directly involved in lead generation. So in the next 18 months, are there any particular aspects of digital marketing that's getting you excited, Chris, that you'd like to share with the audience? Um, I think that from what I've seen in the digital trend and, and, you know, from where it's been the past few years and where it's going, I think the thing I'm most excited about is I feel like the end consumer, and in this case, the end consumer being an agent, just a, a standard line level agent, has more access to tech tools than they have ever had before. Um, and a lot of, and you even mentioned your own, and not to plug your your system, I don't really don't even know a lot about mail, right? Just to put a disclaimer out to everybody, but you know, where your your whole goal that I can see is you're trying to put, you know, an agent that maybe is not tech savvy, which there's a ton out there, right? You've got a small sect of agents that are also tech nerds like us here on this call. Um, and that could really go deep dive. Whereas now you're saying, okay, um, I can see where people can buy a program, a system, you know, MailRite, Ylopo, and you know, there's a ton out there where they're able to market to a whole new target audience, remarket to them, and really not know a lot about technology. It's kind of like a turnkey plug and play. I mean, that's that's the coolest thing that I think is coming in where it's like it kind of only existed in this little niche of, of tech nerd slash realtors where now it's like, hey, you know, it, an agent that has no clue how to even use an iPhone or something, you know, can now go, hey, get me set up right with their onboarding tools and then press play. Just tell me how much I got to spend per month and approximately how many leads I get for that money. And cool, we're good to go. And they're higher intent leads too, which is cool. Yeah. I think the other, just a quick follow-up question then over to Robert is that I think one of the things, Chris, that me and Robert have been trying, I think there's been two consistent themes in the past year. One is video, the importance of video. And second, that there isn't an all-embracing platform that suits every agent and also that agent needs change over time. So MailRite is aimed at the agent between the one and three-year span. That's what we focus on, an individual agent, um, at, in the middle end of their first year up to their third year. Um, we're a great, I think we're a great solution where Robert um, platform is more suitable for agent of your experience. Um, so there isn't, the perfect CRM. Right. You might have to change as your career moves. And and that comes to CRMs in general. There isn't, it really depends on what kind of agent you are, where you are, and what your targets are, really. So when somebody comes to us and say, what is the perfect CRM? They say, well, it depends. Would you agree with that? Oh, 100%. And I can speak to some very, very recent, as well as my experience, um, you know, I'm mentoring some agents that have also gone out on their own and, um, you know, or are just getting started um, as I'm a, a certified mentor for my brokerage. And, you know, one of the things that I've done is I've just taken the due diligence to look at various CRMs just for my own knowledge. I'm a nerd like that. I want to know any, everything about anything. And, you know, that's one. Of the, I'm so glad you brought that up because one of the things that I've noticed is that it does really depend on what you, what's your business plan, what's your marketing strategy. Are you do you want to be an agent or a team or a brokerage that's based on 
you know, sphere leads only like, Hey, I want to get past clients and work their sphere and get their colleagues and their brothers and their sisters, you know, referred to me and really not spend a lot of internet leads. Or are you the inverse, you know, are you someone that wants to do, you know, big time internet lead spend and get in front of, you know, 300 clients a month, you know, or possible leads. Um, And dependent upon that goal, your CRM is going to make a huge difference in what platform you go with, you know, and then your tech level of skill is going to change. You know, um, Robert and I were literally just having this conversation yesterday about video, the importance of video and things like that. And so if you really want to hit all things, you kind of have to be multifaceted. You kind of have, you have to know YouTube or, or at least hire a professional that, that, you know, knows it. Um, you know, if you're tech savvy, someone like myself, you know, you might go with something like a follow-up boss, but if you're maybe not so tech savvy and you need an all-in-one solution, you know, maybe you're going to go with something more canned, like a, a top producer or a boomtown or something like that. It's not to down talk any of them by all means, they're feature rich. Um, but it depends on where you want to go. And also, do you want to connect with third-party systems? Because, you can go with the all-in-one solution, but if you want the best of, hey, what's the best video emailer? What's the best text you know, follow-up? Maybe it's a third party that can connect into your CRM that integrates with everything. Um, I mean, God, the team we were on, we had a million integrations. Zapier was a savior for those ones that you know maybe didn't have a direct integration built in, but you just zap some stuff over and boom, you're good to go, you know? We had, God, probably 20, 30 different systems we, we integrated with. Right, yeah, over to you, Robert. <laughs> sorry, I don't know if I'm... We're going to... I don't know. No, no, no. Chris, that's exactly why I wanted you on the show. And and I know most of the time, John and I try to keep it simple, but today I wanted to do... I wanted, there, There's a handful of people that follow us that are that are more than just in the beginning of their career. They, they are advanced users and for that very small audience. That's what today's show is all about. So I want to, um, and I have so many questions. I think at some point we might even need Chris back on and have a conversation about like applications or integrations that you put into your particular lead funnel because you said, hey, there's 20 or 30. And I I personally, because you and I, we already know this, but we're similar personality types. I'd like to talk to you about each and every single one and why you used it. That's what my inclination is. That's where my heart is at. But we probably don't have the time on the show to do that. So instead, let's stick with the high-level stuff. which is, And let's talk about Zillow because there's a lot of people who are listening to the show and a lot of people are going to watch the show who either use Zillow, have thought about using Zillow, are curious to know what like a power user's thoughts would be about... Because... Go ahead. John. You need to go for our break and then... No. Maybe, and then let, 15 minutes. And let, yeah, I think it's good there. Well, you really? put your question first and then we can wait in desperate need okay. for so here's the So here's the question. It's, and it's, a, it's a few-parter. It's a John question, actually. So uh, <laughs> we're going to... Here's, here's what my, I want my question to be and then we'll go to, we'll go to break. I want to know what you as a like a cutting bleeding edge power user of Zillow, where you think the future of that company and that service is going. Okay. That's number one. I want, I, I, and we're not committing you to anything. This is a personal opinion. It is not a guarantee or anything else. It's merely a, what is your personal thoughts on where they are going? Okay. And then the second part of the question is I would like to get some 
specifics about how you really truly felt about all their different variations. Because you said you tried three different types of Zillow, and, and I'm sure that you were probably also powering down probably hundreds, maybe even thousands of their leads. So I kind of like to hear in general how you felt the leads were. And then from there, maybe we even go into how you're following up with them. But that the first first part, second part, third part, okay? Okay. I think you've gone well beyond one of my questions. Uh, um, so uh, um, we're going to go for our break. We'll be back in a few moments. You want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back to the Mail Right Show. It's episode 279. We are so stoked out of our minds that you guys have joined us today. Thank you very much. We're here with Chris Anazuki. And Chris is a, he's a, he is a high level, he is a VP, a former VP of operations, current owner, CEO of his own real estate operation. And he used to be, and is working his way back into, a power user of some of the digital marketing companies and tools that we always talk about on the show. Today, we're talking about Zillow, and I queued up a couple questions before the break, which is, uh, what is his thoughts about where the future of Zillow is going? Uh, what, uh, help me out, Chris, what was the second part? <laughs> uh, the different uh, the different programs that we used. Um, the different, pro- Yeah, the different programs we used, and, uh, and then maybe even what the quality of those programs were. Okay? Yeah. So... so- um, Yeah, I guess I'll dive right in, you know, and like you said before the break, um, you know, this is just my opinion. Uh, You know, obviously they're a multimillion dollar company and they shift the direction of the ship, you know, anytime they want. Um, From my kind of perspective of of my experience, you know, I think it's been very clear the way that they've been going from day one. Um, You know, it's a very polarizing topic too. You got people that absolutely hate Zillow out there. I mean, just go cruise any realtor boards. You got people that love them and then you got people in the middle. But, um, you know, I think where they're going and you kind of saw that shift towards the uh, middle end of last year where they became customer centric and not that they weren't customer centric before, but they kind of doubled down on that, right? In their own regard, they said, you know, the way that we were dealing before it was like, okay, when agents were buying leads, so kind of PPL, you know, paper lead or have your monthly spend and cool, we're going to, you know, leads cost 35 bucks a, a lead, a pop and this zip code, but you go over here, they're 85 bucks, you know, when those were going, they were just saying, hey, whoever's willing to buy those leads, cool, we're going to send them leads. That was Zillow, right? But then what they realized was we're really just taking this lead, this customer, and kind of helping them over the fence and chucking them over the fence and then going, okay, good luck. Hopefully that agent contacts you, follows up with you, shows you homes, treats you right, gets you into a new home. We're just going to take our cash for sending them over the fence and then hope for the best. Well, then they kind of came around and said, hey, you know, um, twofold. One, um, should we take better care of the customers that are on our platform, make sure they're being connected with an agent that is going to call them right away, follow up with them and close them and get them a home, right? Help them achieve right. their, their home goals. Um, and then also we can get more money for that because now if we can deliver higher intent leads and things like that, we can charge more money, you know? 
Um, and that's where like Flex came out. Flex was a program where we said, they said, we're going to do away with the paper lead. You were going to give you leads at no upfront cost to you. But if you close any of those leads, then you're going to give us a referral fee. Just like if a broker from another state said, hey, I got someone selling here in Texas. Chris, you're in Orlando. They want to buy a home there. Will you give me a 25% referral fee? And I'm going, yeah, of course, you know, that's a high intent lead. So the draw is to be able to say, well, I don't pay up front. I'm going to pay a pretty big kicker in the end, but I'm only paying when I close. I'm paying in perpetuity. So um, it's very attractive. You know, from a Zillow perspective, it's like, again, we know the customer's getting taken care of and, you know, we can kind of make some more money off it. And then they paired it with the best of Zillow, which is based on follow-up surveys that a customer receives within 24 hours of them sending you that lead, that customer is going to get a survey within 24 hours that says, did you connect with the agent? Are you going to be using that agent? What would you rate that agent out of five stars? And that rating directly affects whether or not you're going to receive leads. You know, if you're best of Zillow, that means you have a a customer score of 90% or higher, they will send you leads. If you're below that, they can cut you off. Um, you won't even be eligible for their program. So they really double down on, we want to make sure that people are being taken care of um, by agents that are at the top of their class. Um, so I think in some senses, people, by people, I mean, agents get upset at it. But in the other sense, I'm like, to me, I go, that's accountability. It's making you level your game up. If you're not at the A of your game and follow up and customer service, shouldn't really be dealing with customers in my opinion anyways. And I think that's the opinion of Zillow. Right. That, that, um, makes, that makes a lot of sense. So you're covering all the different iterations of programs that you personally, so you're, you're kind of giving us a verbal historical description of kind of the evolution of Zillow. Yeah. And it's out there, you know, they're putting it out there. And I think to go back to the first part of the question, the future, right? So right. those little things have kind of showed us, okay, like, they created, a plat- they created a platform that was easy to use. I mean, God, as realtors, we know we can send them all we want from our MLS. The interface is not great. Customers are already used to using something comfortable like Zillow or whatever. And so they stay on it. So they first invested their money in a, a great platform. In my opinion, it's, it's user-friendly. It's easy to see. You know, They have so much information at their fingertips. A customer can go on there and see what it last sold for. You know, um, we're no longer the gatekeepers as, as agents. Um, and then they focus on customer centric kind of service. The next iteration, and we all know it, um, we saw their announcement um, towards the end of last year, the Zillow offers, they were partnered with local teams and brokerages to do all of the sales and the help and whatnot of helping acquire a customer's property and then put it back on the market. They're cutting them completely out of the middle this year. They've already started rolling that out. So now they're bringing it in-house, their own agents. They're, they're brokered in almost every state in the United States now. They have their own in-house agents. And on one hand, as an agent, you know, you put on the agent hat and you go, how can they do that? You know, I supported them for years. I gave them my money. I paid for leads, yada, yada, yada. But on the other hand, If you look at Zillow's perspective, they're going, well, what's the next step in making sure that the customer is being handled in the best way, the same way every single time? Well, you put an employee in place of the agent. And I want to just put a disclaimer. I'm not defending Zillow. I'm not, you know, I'm just throwing out there like what we all should see, right? Like 
I don't think anyone could be upset, you know, that if you paid in for their leads and then you can't turn around and they go, I can't believe you pulled the rung out from underneath me. They've been very upfront the whole time of what they're doing, you know, you know, they're there to connect a, a customer with an agent, but they're also a business. And what's a business there to do? It's there to make money. So can I, can I quickly yeah. say something? Yeah. Um, I thought it was fantastic what you've just said, Chris. My, um, I've just got a slight different spin on it. Um, yeah. Is that um, I think what they're doing with wholesaling um, has a slightly different spin, but fundamentally it's wholesaling. Um, and the other factor is, I think what people got to understand is that Zillow is a publicly traded company, and there's a consequence for that. It has to it it has to grow at a certain level of the expectation of of the market, and you do wonder, you know, without going into wholesaling and some of these other activities how they're going to grow Zillow anymore. You know, I really wonder about where the growth is going to come because I don't think it's really a suitable public company. It will put, It's probably better in private hands than a publicly listed company because of that reason. Not that somehow it's going to collapse. Um you know, you look at Dell Computers, still a highly profitable business, but there was a time where it was better that it became a private company again rather than a public company. And, and I really see the wholesaling side. I understand what you say, but I felt it was like a bridge too far, really. I, I think when they started decide to go into wholesaling they were burning quite a few bridges so I think there were consequences sorry that was just my bit oh yeah no and I I agree I do think that you know they probably have burned well we know they burned bridges like I said just go peruse any realtor board you know and and you've got you know ones that are vehemently against them you know and you've got ones that just say oh I'll never do this you know my, my, if I can give a recommendation to any agent, whether it's about Zillow or any lead source, never put your eggs all in one basket, right? You know, I think the ones that are vehemently angry are also probably, there's probably some kind of coinciding of, is, was that a majority of their business? You know, and I came from a team that was very heavy Zillow. So, you know, that was one thing that we looked at was, okay, we love them. We love the leads. We love the volume of leads, but we've also got to diversify, right? Because if you say, oh, I'm all realtor.com, I'm all Zillow, I'm all OpCity, that's whatever is your main lead source, you know, I'm all Google PPC, you've got to diversify and you can't put all your eggs in one basket. And you really got to follow up with your past clients, you know, I mean, God, that's where the bread and butter is. That's for me, building my team, that's been a basis. I mean, goodness, I've had a ton of sphere and just referral because I took care of my clients. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of the the people get mistaken and that they kind of were going all in on it. And then now they feel like the rug's been pulled out from underneath them. And yeah, like you said, they burned some bridges, but at the same time, they're, they're a big company, you know, they're going to, they're going to do what's in, be- in their best interest, you know, but first. You, uh, but, best but would you agree, you do wonder where, where they're going to get that substantial growth 
from mm. where they are now. Would do you think I, they? Oh, sorry, I was just say I I think it is in the pulling pulling the operations internally. You know, um, pulling pulling you know putting their own agents in front of it because now they're not having to pay commissions out to agents that are bringing a buyer you know or listing their houses for them. You know. So what you're saying is, I, I don't. Their, their plan is to become a larger Redfin. I mean, I guess that's a good comparison. I think I think that's a good comparison. You so know? I'm going to jump in here, guys, because yeah. I've been silent this whole time. And listen, I, I like to, to shake shit a little bit more than John does. So and a little bit more than you do, to be honest. So so I think that there's always been only one path that Zillow could take. And we're we're seeing part of it right now because of all the reasons that you two have already pointed out. I think that Zillow is a big company. They have to grow. They're being forced to do so by their by their shareholders. I will commend them for good leadership, Chris, because actually some of the stuff that you shared about how customer centric they are, I didn't know myself. I didn't, I've never had anybody to explain it to me in the level of detail, which is why I just went totally silent. You didn't even do it in any of our previous calls leading up to this, to this interview. So that I was just like, oh shit, I didn't know they did all that. But here's the thing. I do strongly believe they have to go in the direction of taking over the entire transaction from start to finish. I think they have to take their dominant place as a online brokerage and continue to try to leverage that bleeding edge of can we buy and sell homes completely virtually online? Like, yeah. And then I think that part of what they're doing to assuage the feelings of the real estate industry as a whole is to say, oh, but we'll let some realtors get in the middle of the transaction and do a couple of things so that you can get a taste. Because they know that if they move too suddenly in the direction of cutting out all the realtors they will quite literally bone themselves because there's a lot of goodwill kind of things that happen inside the real estate industry as it pertains to Zillow. You can't piss off every big team in the country simultaneously and believe that that's going to be good for your business, even if you were trying to automate it all. Because at some level, the users of Zillow talk to realtors who are boots on the ground and that's going to affect, they're going to keep hearing we hate Zillow, we hate Zillow. And eventually, if they wanted to, as a whole entire industry, realtors could come up with some other tool that would work just as well that they would send people to manually. And it already exists, by the way. This tool exists. And then that they could do the searches in there and cut Zillow out entirely. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't. it behooves them to do this change gradually. But the writing is on the wall, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I think it's been there. Like it's just like I said, you know, it's kind of why I went into that history is that you know, I'm I'm kind of shocked when I read other realtors and they're like, I can't believe they're doing this. I'm like, what can't you believe? That's been kind of a step <laughs> stone process the whole way. And again, they're a business, you know, and that's not any different than I've seen some other really what I would call rock star badass teams and brokerages where. They've got ancillary services. They're handling title service now. You know, they're doing insurance services. They're doing property management, you know, and, and, and another realtor will look at them and go, wow, I want to be like them one day and, and have all of the different facets of from transaction from start to finish. Well, that's exactly what Zillow is doing. You know, they've, they've been doing that all along and kind of bringing in their own title company and their own home loans company and, you know, those sort of things and offering incentives to use all of those things and partnering with new home builders. Um, so, you know, I think it's just the writings on the wall. I think a lot of people maybe were either naive or just blind to it. They weren't paying attention. And, 
you know, now they feel like it's caught them off guard, but I don't, I don't feel like it's moved that quickly. I, I feel like it's been kind of a, a pretty steady transition this whole time, you know? Sure. We need, um, we need to wrap up the podcast show, but hopefully Chris will stay on for bonus content because yeah. I, I've got a question around Redfin to you. Um, not I'd like to put to you in the bonus content. So maybe you can wrap up the show, Robert. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we can't tell you how much we appreciate you tuning into the show today. We are hoping that you gain some insight from our amazing guests. And of course, John and I would be ever so grateful if occasionally you said, hey, you guys didn't suck either. <laughs> so we um, we uh, could could use that input by some additional reviews on our our Apple uh, uh, iTunes storefront. Okay, it's under the mail right mail hyphen right uh, uh, brand, and it's on the iTunes store. You probably, if you're listening to the show right now, you've already been there to download the show. Please do us a favor and leave us some updated reviews in that platform. We have plenty. We're a five-star show. We just, a lot of them are a little old. Uh, Having said that, Chris, if somebody wanted to, an agent in your area, uh, somebody, whatever, whatever, if they wanted to get in touch with you, how would they do that right now? Um, you can hit me up on Facebook under my name, Chris Januszewski, um, or my new team brand. It's at homes of CFL on Instagram, Facebook, um, just hit me up there, send me a DM, you know, if you want to mastermind, I'm, I'm love, I love, love, love to mastermind and kind of learn from each other. Okay. So Chris is a, is a little, little newer to the podcast world. So Chris, I'm going to go back through one of your, your handles slower so that the audience can actually find you. Yep. It's house. Homes of Kath uh, Frank mm-hmm. at Lima, right? All right. So find them there on Facebook or Instagram if you should choose to. Jonathan, uh, for all those new listeners and viewers that we have actually really been getting, um, what uh, what uh, would you? How would you like people to reach out to you? Yeah, just go to the mail-right.com. Sign up. We're doing a special deal for agents that sign with us in the next six months. The first three months are using the MailRite um, platform. You won't be charged. Um, so you get three months. Um, all you have to pay for is for the Facebook adverts. Um, it goes through your own um, Facebook ad account. So you can see that any every penny goes into adverts, but we won't charge you. So our service will be free for the first three months so it's a great offer isn't it robert yeah it certainly is that's uh that's um that's the way it should be but i mean not for you i am not telling anybody how to run their business but if you if you're trying to get somebody to to get to a a level of profit it's a great way to say hey we'll do the advertising for you and once you start to do well we're going to charge you and I think that's amazing. So thank you, John, for uh, sharing that with the audience. And thank you for giving that offer out to uh, whoever's listening that might be interested. My name is Robert Newman. You can find me at inboundrem.com. I'm an SEO inbound marketing guy. I don't mess around with these direct marketing things. No, I'm just kidding. I do. But uh, <laughs> I, you can find out all about me and inbound marketing on my, my website. I got plenty of stuff there for all of you. All right. Thanks a lot. For those of you who are interested in tuning into the live video part of the show, we've got some amazing stuff coming up for you. John wants to ask a John question about Redfin. And I want to end that 10-minute bonus content or 15-minute bonus content by asking Chris how he thinks you should future-proof 
your real estate lead generation business. All right. Thanks a lot for tuning in. We appreciate it.